are listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Writer Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and today I promised you a very important show, and we are bringing back scientist and man of scalar technology, Tom Palladino, along with Juliet, a woman who contracted the coronavirus and has been treated by Tom's scalar light and has seen immediate results. And so I would like to welcome them onto the show today because this is going to be a compelling show about the science of Scalar and someone who's actually experiencing it right now during this pandemic. And this is a show that you all need to listen to, you all need to pay attention to and share with everybody that you know as quickly as possible because there are answers here that may support people around the world that are suffering. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome back Tom Palladino and welcome Juliet. Thank you for being on the show today, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's nice to have you. And Juliet, I understand that you contracted the coronavirus. You are a uh, fashion model and you've been at the different shows and you just came back from Fashion Week in Milan. And... Let's jump into how you found out that you had this virus and that you, I mean, how quickly did you know that you had it and how soon did you get sick? I mean, was it in the middle of the show? Was it just upon leaving? How did this happen? Okay, so I arrived to Milan before people were really, I guess it was, it was before the big um, shutdown in Italy. So I got to Milan on... February 17th, and um, my Fashion Week events went through that Thursday. So I didn't have any symptoms while I was at Fashion Week, but I think something that's important to keep in mind is that when you are modeling at Fashion Week, you've been training for months beforehand, so you're you know, dieting and exercising and stuff, and that can be a little hard on your immune system. And then you go to Fashion Week where you're, I mean, once you get the clothes on, which, and then they put, you can't eat because they can't get the clothes dirty. You can't drink because then you'll have to use the bathroom. And like, it's, it's really hard on your body and it's really hard on your immune system. I love it, but you know, it's something that that's why every week isn't fashion week. Um, so I leave fashion week on Thursday because I, my plane didn't leave until the 23rd of February. So I still had like the whole weekend and um, I realized that the coronavirus seemed to really start picking up in Milan. And I was like, no, I should probably try to like, just stay clear of this area for at least the weekend. And like, what am I going to do in Milan by myself right now? <laughs> so I took a few trains to Venice and that was on Friday. And then I arrived at a hostel near Venice and, um, it was that the morning after that I woke up and it was just a unilateral. So just half of my throat was really sore and I I didn't think coronavirus. I didn't think anything. I thought I had a sore throat because you know, I've been 
modeling and traveling for a week. I'm exhausted. I'm malnourished. Like it made total sense. So I actually, the next day, I guess it would technically be my first day with coronavirus. I was just running around carnival at Venice because I, you know, I had no idea. I mean, I was a little sniffly and yucky um, feeling and, you know, very congested and my ears were congested and, but it, I didn't have a fever and I had energy and stuff. Um, it wasn't until the day I was leaving that I, that the severity really started to hit because that was when it really, there was only like, I think like five, that was before the like first people in Milan really had it. And then, um, cases started coming out and, I was on a train in Milan and I actually thought by the reaction that sarin gas went off in the train. I'll never forget it. I was, um, I was one of the only people that really spoke any English and I'm trying to get to my plane. So I had to take a, a train and then a bus and then a plane to get home. And everybody, the, they wouldn't open the doors and we didn't know why, but everybody was locked on this train and we, people were banging and like, it was so long that I actually like, I wet myself twice and it was really scary. Um, we finally were allowed off of the, um, train. And this is a train from Venice to Milan, by the way. Um, so Juliet, they, they wouldn't let you off the train because of the coronavirus. Why was that? What, what did they say to you? They threw some loose translation with like one person I could find that spoke very little English. Um, somebody they thought on the train had the coronavirus, um, at least one person. So they started, uh, doing thermometers, um, taking everyone's temperature. They said they were going to take all of our passport and phone number informations, um, the police came and then eventually they just, they realized that it was actually, they already had all the information from the train tickets and they didn't take everybody's fever. It didn't seem like, but I didn't have a fever. So, you know, I kept going and I was like, well, I definitely don't have this coronavirus. I feel fine. Like, I mean, I'm sniffly and I have a cough, but like, so does everybody when they're traveling. And I think that's, what's really hard about the beginning of the coronavirus because you have no reason to think, at least I didn't have anything reason to think that I was, you know, I was obviously more diligent about washing my hands and like I wore a mask because I always do that. It's good practice in a public, but um, when you're sick, but it's not, it doesn't start like you're, you're dying or anything. So Juliet, you mentioned a moment back that you thought there was sarin gas or something that went off. What was that? That it seemed like something like that happened because of the masses. It was hysteria on the train because they shut down the whole station. The police were coming and um, people were banging on the walls and I started and nobody spoke English. So for a while, so I just, I thought somebody poisoned the train, but it turns out what happened was it was just, it was just a really traumatic event. But like, because what happened was they were just, nervous people on the train did have coronavirus, which it did. Um, one of my friends who lives in Milan, um, in the modeling industry did confirm with me that that train did have, um, people on it with con more than yes. one person had coronavirus. Others, train. And at that point you didn't know you, you had no idea that this was happening to you. You just felt a little worn out. Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea. And, 
um, that I was one of those people on the train with the coronavirus. So but when you got off the train, finally, how long was it in the duration of time you spent on the train to when you were allowed off? Oh, I, I wish I, I don't actually know the answer to that because it felt like hours because it was very scary. Um, I actually like the, it started to smell like urine on there because it was a long, I think it was a, at least a, a few hours. Um, there was no bathroom or anything. So. so when you got off the train, did you go to a hotel or what happened next? How were I you went feeling? To a, I felt, I think I was just a little bit like post-trauma, kind of like, I just need to get home. I need to get somewhere safe. There's this scary disease out here, which I really didn't think I had. <laughs> um, and I found the bus. There's a shuttle bus at that train station that I was able to take to the airport. So I just immediately went there. And did you take a flight home right away back to the U.S.? I, yeah. So what I did, but I was very honest because there was, I think it was like once I got to the airport, I was like, you know, what if like I did have the coronavirus? Like that would be really bad if I'm flying and stuff. So I just was really honest with people at the airport and I said, hey, like, do you want to take my temp? Do you want to look? I have a cough can I fly? Like, I know there's this whole thing going on, but it was before they were really stopping people. So they're like, no, you're fine. So I was like, all right. Like I just, I was honest with everybody I could be because I think there was some realization that set in at the airport, like maybe just like there's a slight chance, you know? Um, so I was like washing my hands every like 10 minutes and stuff. I first had a a layover. It was like a stopover in Portugal. So I flew to Portugal and I realized I really was sick at that point because I couldn't even hear by the end of the flight. Like my ears were that congested that I was like talking and I couldn't, I couldn't hear anything at all. So it was quick moving through your system. Did your lungs yeah. feel congested at that point? No. Um, I only had some chest tightness and shortness of breath around day 11, 12. Um, I didn't have a lot of the lower, I was, I was very blessed to not have, um, the lower more pneumonia symptoms. And when you got back, you, you landed in the U S you went home. Did you go see a doctor at that point? So what happened was, um, unfortunately I found out during my layover in Portugal that my godmother was passing away. So I found, I knew that I needed to go home and immediately say goodbye to her. I was about to go to work, but something, there was just like something in me. I don't even know. It was some sort of, I guess it was the universe was like, do not go to anywhere. <laughs> do not go to work. Um, Cause my day job, I work um, doing the, I, I work in like a community service doing, um, working with young adults in a drop-in center with homeless that experience homelessness and um, mental health illness. So it's like a very active, very bad place to bring the coronavirus essentially. Um, so I called my work and I was like, you know what? I can't come in. And I like couldn't figure out why, but I was like, I can't do it. I know I should see my aunt anyways. Um, thankfully, you know, I was just able to like, I did, I wasn't like passing it to other people in that setting either. And I did, I was wearing a mask through all of this as well. Um, you weren't coughing though, or you were coughing at this point. 
I was coughing at this point. The cough did set in by this is like Monday. Um, my cough was starting, a productive cough was setting in. And that's when I started to question um, if I did have the coronavirus even more because more of the Italy um, cases were coming out. So I immediately called my doctor and the DPH. And did they, were they able to test for it at that point? I mean, could they oh, actually do no. the, no, I didn't <laughs> think so. <laughs> so you had to wait a little bit to, to oh, receive yeah. the test as a positive confirmation. Yep. I actually called, um, so I called the DPH right when I got back. Um, I got back a little bit late, so it was all delayed. Um, so I called Tuesday morning and I explained everything to them. I called my doctor. My doctor said to just, um, you know, stay home. And then if I feel sick in a few days to go in, but it's probably not the virus because I didn't have a fever. Uh, the DPH at this point said, oh, we're not worried about Italy because we know that Italy has everything fully contained and that there's only like 100 cases there. We're only testing people from China. And then they said to call back tomorrow if anything changes. And like overnight, I was like, uh. Um, meanwhile, you know, I just kind of self-quarantined because I started to feel worse and worse. And I was like really starting to have this um, inner knowing that I had the coronavirus. Well, because we're going to take a quick break. Hold right there. Because when we come back, we're going to find out not only what you felt, but what you did next, which may actually have turned the tide completely for not only you, but everybody around you. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Today we're talking about the coronavirus and one woman who contracted the virus and how she has been healing. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned right here on Making Life Brighter. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you ever wonder if you're taking the right vitamins and supplements? What about prescription medicines you may be taking? Is it a dangerous or effective combination? Now you can find out by tuning in to your daily dose with host Doreen Doucette. We'll discuss the proper ways that supplements and natural therapies can benefit your health. You'll also hear about the best vitamin brands to use, hear from experts, and more. Listen live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. 
Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we're talking about coronavirus. We're talking about scalar light healing, and we're talking with a woman named Juliet, who was part of Milan Fashion Week, who contracted the coronavirus as one of the first people and had to go through all these symptoms. And we were just going to break when she was telling us that she had trouble getting the test to prove, in fact, that she had the virus. So, Juliet, let's continue where you left off, that you came back, you wanted to get tested, and they couldn't test you because they didn't have a test to test you? Is that it? Or they didn't believe you? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, The first, they said that I didn't meet the CDC requirements for testing and to call back every day and to stay home while I was feeling sick, just to, like, be on the safe side. And this, um, so they had me calling them every day starting on Tuesday. A week later on Tuesday was the day that they finally decided to test me. So it took an entire week of me calling every day. And then as the week progressed though, um, and my symptoms progressed, I, I really, it was just, I started to get like fatigue and loose stools and muscle aches and just really not better at all. Um, And then they finally were like, you know, we actually think that it will be a matter of days before the CDC loosens their guidelines. So I think actually by the end of that week, that first week I was calling, they thought I had it, but they just, their hands were tied, which made the situation really challenging because all we could do is just 
is nothing. We just had to wait for the government to get on board and test me. And so when they tested you, how long till the results came back? Um, so they tested me on Tuesday, which was, it was wild. I don't know what they're doing now, but it was like a spy mission. Like we had, <laughs> we had to wait in a parking lot and then get like instructions from somebody that would call our cell phone and give us like step by step, step, like going down to this like underlayer in a hospital through some corridors. And then these people in these alien looking suits meet you. It was, it was absolutely out of a movie. Um, but anyways, it, the test was Tuesday. My first results came back because they do, they don't just test for coronavirus. They do a respiratory panel, influenza, and the coronavirus. So they first send out influenza and uh, the respiratory, and those both came back negative first. So th that was, I think, like. So your Thursday respiratory came Friday. back negative? Excuse me, Juliet. Sorry, mm -hmm. I don't mean to interrupt you, but your respiratory came back negative? It, yeah, just for regular res like the most common respiratory viruses. Uh huh. Interesting. And then also the flu um, swab was negative. So it was how, how long until you knew the final result that the, you had COVID-19? Well, that was Saturday. So on Saturday, um, I don't know what day that was, but last but Saturday. A, a few days after. It took days, in other words, for you to get the result back. Almost a week. Wow. And then and so there, it, yeah. At this point, your symptoms were what? Um, I was having a lot more of the muscle ache and fatigue. Um, my cough was actually, by the time they tested me, my my sputum was actually starting to clear up because um, the way that I experienced it was like uh, different symptoms just showed up at different times. Like it's like one thing would go away, kind of like whack-a-mole, like one thing would go away and then some other thing would pop up and it was just on and on. Um, but as what's interesting also is as I was being tested for all of these, um, I was finding out about different confirmed exposures I had in Italy. So I found out that the hostel I stayed at was shut down because, and I was staying at a hostel full of university students. So it's the same people that were there um, when I was there. And we, a lot of them had the coronavirus, I found out. And then somebody who I had a lot of direct contact with tested positive for the coronavirus and then there was the train and then a lot of people at carnival had coronavirus so i just found out about all these people who i came in contact direct contact with having the coronavirus confirmed so i was like i have the coronavirus and even when i was tested i do want to bring this up um I've never had this happen before, but the doctor who, the infectious disease doctor, and this was the director of the hospital I went to, um, and she also teaches at like an Ivy League university. She's a very, very good doctor. She said, before she took my test, she said, I just want to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure you have the coronavirus because this is exactly how a lot of people, healthy-ish people in their 20s present. You have the travel history. You had direct contact. I just can't see it being anything else at this point.
And so that's so, an important thing to keep in mind. Oh, yes. I mean, this is, this is tragic that it took so long for you to actually have this confirmation. So how in the world did you come across Tom Palladino and his scalar light healing work? So I actually have been on scalar since on the standard since um, I think it was January 18th. So I've actually been on standard scalar. Um, and then before that, my mom and I met him at an expo um, just at like a fair. And we thought that his work was really interesting. We did some trials and I was like, man, I really feel better on this. So I was actually already getting the pathogen cleanse, which included the coronavirus, um, you know, the and, cleanse and so for that. You were, you were specifically already in a program for clearing pathogens in your system. It, it didn't necessarily prevent you from getting a pathogen, but it didn't allow it to go to its full extreme. Is that how you would see it, Tom? I think that's accurate, yes. Um, it, I would say with her travel history and the fact that she was around people who had later been identified as carrying the coronavirus, it, she was a candidate for the infection. She most likely was indeed infected. Um, but the fact that once the testing was uh, uh, conducted, there was no sign of COVID and even no sign of the flu virus. So what she was suffering from was the symptomology, which was the, the, the onslaught of these viruses. But the viruses were destroyed by the sessions, by the scalar energy treatments. I've seen that in a lot of people. Whereas if you first become infected with a virus, your body does have a reaction. I cannot prevent that reaction. The reaction is good. It's the immune system that is marshaled out to fight against the virus. But, but what I'm so consider so promising is the fact that whether it was the flu virus she was tested for or the COVID virus 19, it was shown both in both cases to be absent. And that really gives me a, a sense of joy that we are successful and that with this coming epidemic, we can not only eradicate COVID, but also the, uh, the traveling partner, if you will, the flu virus. Absolutely. Now, we've been featuring Tom on the show for a few months, and we've been following along some of his case histories and his successes using scalar light technology. And if you'd like to go back to our show in the fall and listen to that, you'll get a much broader sense of the work that he does right down to the science of scalar and why it's so important and what this light can do to actually uh, assist. Now, let's just tell the audience again, though, that you're treating people remotely. You are treating people by way of their submission of photo. And by doing so, you're applying an energy field to their energy field, and it has an effect. And we know through science this can be. So... Go into that a little bit so that the people that are listening right now that might be fearful understand that and they don't think it's airy-fairy. Okay. Well, I'm working with what is known as scalar energy. Some people call that quantum energy. It's not electricity. It does not behave similar to electricity. So when I work with people, I can treat them. I can actually identify a person by way of their photograph and then send energy to that person. So in many senses, my instrument works like a satellite. It can identify 
an object, a person in this case, and then send energy to that person. So I work with people around the world, and they don't have to be present in my laboratory. The way I work with them and the way I administer energy is by way of their photograph. Their photograph represents their energetic <coughs> signature. I can find somebody and send this healing energy to anybody <coughs> in the world by virtue of a photograph. That's powerful. That right there speaks to exactly what's needed in the world right now. That is very powerful because if you can do that, and all people need to do, especially those that are quarantined, is send in a photo to you. This is critical. And right now you're offering a, a free 30-day trial at www.freescaler.net for anyone that would like to do this. That's a very generous offer in the middle of this crisis, Tom. Thank you. Well, we have to get on this. We, we have to be proactive, and that's my stance. I want to help people. So, again, take, it, take us up on the offer. Anybody in the world can submit your photographs, no questions asked, and we'll work with you for 30 days, and we will be able to eradicate the viruses from your body. That's, that's a scientifically proven claim based on blood work and blood testing and actual testing. Now, you've worked with people successfully in regards to the AIDS virus and herpes. So everybody could get kind of like an all-in-one. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's why it, it's a consummate approach to wellness. We're able to destroy over 400,000 species of microbes. That's, that's more than anything in modern medicine can do all at one time right now, or has ever done, I believe. Is that true? I, I believe so. I, I don't know anybody else who who's, could do um, achieve what I've achieved, frankly. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from Juliet again, and we're going to bring Tom back into the conversation to talk about her specifically and what he sees going on with her and what they're following along with. This is important, and I ask you to please share this information in this show with everybody as soon as you can so that people have an opportunity to buck up against this and mitigate all virus that's on earth. Wouldn't that be neat? We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. we got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you ever wonder if you're taking the right vitamins and supplements? What about prescription medicines you may be taking? Is it a dangerous or effective combination? Now you can find out by tuning in to your daily dose with host Doreen Doucette. We'll discuss the proper ways that supplements and natural therapies can benefit your health. You'll also hear about the best vitamin brands to use, hear from experts, and more. Listen live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. 
It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and you can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on iTunes Worldwide. You can find the archives at makinglifebrighter.com on the radio page on the player, and you can go to the health and wellness channel on voiceamerica.com. Today, we're speaking with scientist Tom Palladino about scalar light healing and the program that he's offering free to the world for 30 days to submit a photo and have scalar light applied to you to help mitigate virus in your body of all kinds or pathogens for that matter, including COVID-19. And we're also speaking with special guest Juliet, who was part of Milan Fashion Week. And Juliet contracted the virus and has an interesting story about how she thinks she contracted the virus and that they actually came up negative. And what's so fascinating is that she had been traded with the scalar light before going to Milan and believes that that may have an impact on how she actually healed quickly and that when they did test her for the virus, though she had symptoms, it came up negative. So, Juliet, let's jump in with your story again. Tell us how you think you actually got this virus. So, based on the days I was there and, and all there's many places I could have gotten this virus technically. I mean, Milan was probably already crawling with it during fashion week. Um, and it could have just been lying dormant, but one case that really specifically spoke to me was that I found out, um, that the first woman who was positive in Israel stayed at the same hostel as I did in Venice. 
Now, they didn't contact me about this, the hostel, until later because as soon as she she left and then like three hours later, I arrived. So we just missed each other, but we were sharing the same, um, I think it was the same room. We're not sure if it was the same bedroom or not, but we were had the same communal living space, the same kitchen, and it's the hostel where everybody ended up getting the coronavirus eventually. So um, the idea was that this poor girl was, you know, maybe the first person in the hostel with it. Um, but she came from on, Israel is what yes. you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then she went back there to Israel and then she was the first case that tested positive in Israel um, a few weeks back. So because of this, you know, I'm supposed to, I share all these um, stories with my doctor and I say, and then this person that I, I traveled all of carnival with was positive. So I'm like, I'm with all these positive coronavirus people. And they said, your test is negative. And I was like, really? And they said, we are, we actually had a meeting because they were so certain that I had the coronavirus that there is no way that my test would be negative. They even went to the extent of apparently calling um, the CDC and the DPH to ask if I could be retested just to see if it was like a faulty test kit or something. Um, and unfortunately at this time, um, there just wasn't enough test kits, um, to test people twice. They thought it was negative. So they said, well, we're still not going to call you negative because I'm sorry, but you have like, they, they said clinically, there's no way that you don't have the coronavirus and this blood work just doesn't add up. Um, I was a favorable <laughs> Like, I've never had a fever with this, but I will also let you know I haven't had a fever since I was uh, six years old. So that's, that's, that doesn't really... Uh, you're an anomaly on the, <laughs> yeah, on the viral scale. <laughs> but you're viral. also a further anomaly to the medical field because of yeah. perhaps the scalar light application to you prior to going into this. Exactly. And that's the point here. That's the important part is you showed symptomology positively of all these things you were around everyone but look at how you've come out of it now you what are your symptoms today how do you feel now so today i'm on day 21 and i would say on day 14 was the day i really started to feel better um today was a little worse like my throat's a little bit dry and funky and mucusy um i can have had a little bit less energy little achy, but I definitely have been, I had a very mild case. They actually never even had to do blood work because they said, they were like, even though we think you have the coronavirus, you're killing it. So, you know, just go home and rest. So I was given the exact, they said, despite my negative, um, despite my negative test results, they were having me follow the exact protocols of everybody with a positive, um, test and um, I know that they have to like get two negatives at the end, but they, they're not doing that. They're just, they just had me stay out like an additional week on quarantine. So this is my third week on quarantine and my third week with it, but I plan to go back. Um, I'm essentially cleared for work on Monday. So, Beautiful. I mean, with all things gathered, I guess some people just get like a light cough, but given like the state of my immune system with all the trauma, the travel, the fashion week, the loss of my godmother, like having like all of that in the middle of this and then not 
having the stress of like, do I have it? Do I not? Can I get tested? Yeah. There was a point where a hospital, I told them, I was like, I might have the coronavirus. And they were like, you can't come yet. And that's, that's, you don't want to hear that. Like, that's horrifying. I can so imagine I think that that's that, scary. You're going yeah. for help and you can't receive the help yet. Thank God that you had the scalar light. Now, Tom, what do you have to say about her case in particular? What can you lend to this case? Um, because of her surroundings and the fact that she was around thousands of people, interacting with thousands of people in Northern Italy, and as soon as she left Northern Italy, and returned home, Northern Italy was put on lockdown, I'm going to say that she had exposure to the coronavirus. And it appears that she had the early symptomology. Now, again, if you're infected with a virus, your body immediately will marshal a response. There's a cytokine release. There's a release of interferon. Your body is starting to, to signal that there's a change and the body is now going to address that foreign invader, that antigen. So it appears that she had the, if you will, the, uh, the textbook response to a flu or some type of uh, viral infection. But I think the, the real salient point is this, that her PCR test, the, the test that was conducted by the hospital shows no sign she's not positive with coronavirus. So I'll let the audience draw the conclusion that they want but it, it is apparent to me that most likely she was exposed to the coronavirus during her European vacation. Um, I go on record by saying scalar will easily disassemble, eradicate viruses such as the coronavirus. And this is our first, if that's the case, this is our, one of our first cases in which a person who we suspect had corona that is now unhealthy and enjoying a, a normal lifestyle and not bedridden. And in three weeks. Yeah. Exactly. In three weeks. Yeah. And, and to keep applying the, the scalar to her consist consecutively ongoing, which is why it's important to get in on the trial and do it right now. And this is not a sales pitch. This is an offer. This is a gift for people and, and mankind that you're offering right now graciously to people to send in their photo, do their thing, and you can go to freescaler.net and, and get yourself involved like Juliet did. And she had already done that proactively prior to this. And Tom, you are working with Uganda, the government of Uganda. You're working with people that have AIDS across the yeah. world in India. You've had yeah. successful cases already proven with herpes, with AIDS, this is amazing, and people need to hear this information and get it out there and spread the word because why are we suffering? Do you have, right. you know, it's, what is that? It's so easy. All we need is a photograph to treat somebody successfully. And as you mentioned, we're working with people around the world, Delhi, India. We're working with three, 4,000 people right now who are HIV positive, and their test results are coming back. It shows no sign of the HIV virus. So I go on record, we're able to destroy, break apart the HIV virus. We have a clinic in India that can attest to that. I've spoken to the people who, who've had their HIV viral loads show up negative, zero, after years of being positive. Um, so these folks now are enjoying a healthy lifestyle, no longer having to worry about being infected with the HIV virus. So it's been proven time and time again, we can destroy a virus, a bacterium, a fungus with these instruments. 
I work with scientific instruments. And the beauty of it, um, uh, uh, nobody, nobody has to visit my my laboratory. That that's it's remote, that. and you can send in your photo at. And especially right now, there's no fee. Otherwise, there's even a nominal trial fee when you do it regularly. But right now, what would keep the world from engaging in this? It's no harm, no foul. Give it a go. And yeah. Right? I, I, I would concur. I mean, it's, it's painless. It's simple. You don't have to change your lifestyle. All that Juliet did was she submitted a photograph to me. She's never been in my laboratory. That's, that's not necessary. So well, it could not be any simpler. So I, we hope that this catches on, and we hope that this humanitarian outreach that we have, this, this overture to mankind, we hope people pay attention to it. Now the world is in need, and we can indeed destroy the COVID virus. Now, and if, you want, if you want to learn more about this, you can go to www.scalarlight.com and learn more about Tom's work there. This is so important and so critical that people hear about this. I like to refer to it as divine light. And yes. Tom is the, uh, the maestro for the scientific data in which this flows through and his inspiration in taking Tesla energy and taking it further so that he can apply it en masse to people all over the world is a breakthrough unto itself. It's amazing. And thank you for your work, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I would like to just say thank you to you both for coming. Juliet, do you have any closing words that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I do. I think that, you know, my case, everybody can decide what happened to me. You can, you are free to make your own opinions of what virus or virus I did or didn't have. Um, but I definitely want everyone to know that I would not have wanted to go on that journey without Scalar. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but there are really some good people out there that just want to help. And I mean, I'm so glad and I'm so thankful that I took it. And I am it just, too for you. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I have a history of autoimmunity. I was really scared about the coronavirus and like just knowing that I had that backbone um, to get me through really, really, really kept me, kept me calm and peaceful, as peaceful as possible through this. And I just, I thank you both so, so much for having me on your show. And I thank Tom for treating me with scalar light. I am a, I'm a lifelong customer over here. So. Yay. Well, thank yeah. you for coming and being so brave as to share your journey and your truth with us. That's what this is about. And it's also about experts in their field, like Tom, who are making change and making our lives brighter. So I ask everybody at the end of each show, Juliet, what makes your life brighter? Mm. Oh, so many things. Uh, is it corny if I say scalar? <laughs> <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Not now. How about you, Tom? What makes your life brighter? God and, and, and creation and, and just being alive and, and, and living in the love and mercy of God. Why not? And gratitude. It. Yeah. Gratitude makes, because I have so much to be grateful for right now. You do. You do. I, I wish you healthy, happy continuance of your work and your modeling and don't let the world scare you. And even in craziness of shutdown and pulling in, may we all come together. Hey, 
maybe we can get through this a lot quicker if everybody just go do that free trial, right, Tom? Yeah. I, I would hope so. It's, it's free. What do you have to lose? I, I say the only thing you're going to lose is your germs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Well, very good. Such Thank you so much. <laughs> Both of you. Thank you for being here. And go, Jolly. And everybody, we will have an incredible show upcoming next week. We've got more for you, so stay tuned. That was Tom Palladino and his Scalar Light Healing and Juliet, the brave soul who made it through COVID-19. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. we got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you ever wonder if you're taking the right vitamins and supplements? What about prescription medicines you may be taking? Is it a dangerous or effective combination? Now you can find out by tuning in to your daily dose with host Doreen Doucette. We'll discuss the proper ways that supplements and natural therapies can benefit your health. You'll also hear about the best vitamin brands to use, hear from experts, and more. Listen live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. 
For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back, and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and that was Tom Palladino and Juliet, and they were talking about scalar light healing. Again, if you'd like to sign up for that free trial, you can go to www.freescalar.net and submit your photo, and you will be worked on remotely with scalar light. I don't think it could hurt, so why not, right? Why not? You can also go to Tom's site to www.scalarlight.com and learn more about his work there, which is incredible science and groundbreaking material. And you are welcome to share this show by going to makinglifebrighter.com on the radio page. You can find all the archives there. So just point that out to people. And you'll see periodic outtakes that I do with guests there as well. We've been covering some major topics since last summer, and Tom Palladino and his work is one of those topics. And this is a time when people need all the information they could possibly get. We've recently been talking about the Benghazi cover-up, and next week on the show, I'm going to have uh, a special guest whom you may have actually seen on TV and heard of. His name is William Cotell, and William Cotell... Uh, was in the Army, and he was a CENTCOM counterintelligence Army officer, um, and he was part of the Middle East Theater of Operations, and he's someone that's well-respected in his field and happened to be in operation at the time of the whole Benghazi situation. And why that is so important today is it speaks to things that may have been uh, told to the American public that weren't true. So he's going to come on next week and he's going to speak to us about what he knows, which is quite a bit of data and insider information as to what went on there. And this will be our third show about betrayal in Benghazi, part three. So I encourage you to tune in and uh, listen to exactly what it is that he's going to share because we had Major General Paul Vallelay on, and we had Nicholas No, he was on. And all these people have been pointing out things about the truth that's been hidden from the American people and why that's important, because it speaks to your liberties, it speaks to your rights, it speaks to the things that are going on now even. And they are promising me that there might be a better world coming yet. So as long as the truth gets out there, we are speaking to experts in their field here on Making Life Brighter and hopefully making your life brighter by sharing with you science, truth, technology, upliftment, people that are passionate about their field and people that are tuned in to what's next. So we have so much we're on the cutting edge of right here on this show and beyond. And I encourage you to stay tuned and to share the shows, especially today's show, because everybody could benefit. There's no harm by submitting your photo and trying the scalar light healing. Um, It's actually been proven with some of the research that Tom's done that he can help build weak systems, not only eradicate different viruses and pathogens, but he can actually help your body absorb nutrients better. 
using the scalar. He can help neurological disorders using the scalar. He can assist all body systems using the scalar. And that is just so incredible. It's kind of the way of the future. I've been talking about this for years. Sound and light are what are going to make and break the future for us. Sound and light healing, quantum healing, energetic healing, which, you know, I am not a person that is foreign. This is foreign to me. This is what I use when I'm doing remote healing work and healing work with people. And I'm so happy that we could have this put into an instrument and applied so generously and so easily. So if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go back on the previous archives back to October, November, and check out Tom's shows, and also the one I did in December with a fellow that was healed of AIDS. And that was just incredible. So just want to share that with you in that technology. And then, of course, next week's upcoming show with William Cotell. And he is an incredible incredible man who's shared his opinions across lots of media and forums. And of course, last week with Jeffrey Hazlett and wasn't Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, amazing. He was incredible. And I was really pleased to get that message from my grandfather, which seemed very right on given everything he said. So these people are, <laughs> it's too much fun. I got to tell you, I love this and I love sharing with you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being there and present around the world. And thank you to all of you that continue to reach out to me about the Russell-J. Colin Gould series. I appreciate your listenership, your questions, and your requests. You know, the 5G show, the show I did on 5G, is still the number one show of all time on Making Life Brighter Radio. And I encourage you to go back to listen to that show, which was last summer in July. The 5G show with Russell-J. Colin Gould, Commander-in-Chief. And if you don't know who he is, you're going to want to listen to the entire series I did starting in July, on July 11th, with Sergeant Robert Horton all the way through. And you listen to those shows and then go do your research on war castles and your mind will get spun and blown. <laughs> so go jolly, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making our lives brighter. And go out and make someone else's life brighter. Don't be fearful. I hope you take this time as a meditative, quiet time. Go jolly. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.